At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, guess what? It's a day that ends in Y, so we're waking up after another top 10 team lost. Look at that. <laughs> UNC loses to Clemson. And that final banked in off the glass three certainly flipped things for a lot of people. We will talk college hoops this morning. We will talk NBA. Guess what Milwaukee did? It shouldn't surprise you. They lost. Ooh. Docs one and four now. Um, we will talk, obviously, plenty of Super Bowl 58. Welcome into BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM live coast to coast on the BetQL network, wherever you may be in the world, inside your Odyssey app. That's where we live. We don't go anywhere else. We stay there inside your phone. Inside that app, it's free. Download it today, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and you can listen live wherever you are. You can rewind. You can download us as a podcast in the afternoon. All of it right there for you. And, of course, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL and YouTube as well. Get yourself ready because the game is now just four days away. Super Bowl 58. I'm Chris Mack alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. And Joe, we're actually starting to get to the point where injury reports may mean something. Uh, practices may mean something. It's, it's down to the point where we can stop sort of reanalyzing the same things we've been reanalyzing over and over again for the last 10 days and maybe dig into the game a little bit. Yeah, but for the most part, I would say that these teams are healthy compared to what we see mm -hmm. on a weekly basis throughout the year, especially once you get into the second half of the season, a couple of weeks of rest, mostly healthy. Um, I got to tell you, I'm still really torn. We get we talk about it three hours a day, like all these betting angles, yeah. literally thousands of ways to bet this game, and I don't think I'm gonna have a bet on the side, guys. Is anybody wow. with me? Or are you guys thinking like you've got to bet on a side, you got to pick a side, or can you bet it, in, you know, tens of other ways um, with the props that we're talking about? Like, I I I like a lot of props, but as far as what it comes down to, just picking the side. I it's like I feel like it's flipping a coin. I really do when you when you throw in the number. 
I'm with you. Even though I bet the Chiefs early on, it doesn't mean I feel great about it. And I do like a lot of props, so I agree. I do think that that is a way to get in on betting the Super Bowl, and you don't have to force it and have a strong opinion on a side. I mean, the Niners were so dominant during the regular season. The more time we have, the more time I think, gosh, is this a Niners spot? (laughs) So I'm overthinking. I'm in overthinking mode when it comes to it. So I think the props are the way to go because even if you have props on both sides, like most likely you're not losing all your bets. I would hope if you do that. Yeah. And and I'm I'm kind of like you, Aaron. Like not for the same reason. It's not the anti Taylor Swift sentiment that's pushed me in that direction. But um, I have started to have you know considerations towards the Niners side. I'm still locked in on the early Chiefs bet that I got in, and I feel okay about that. I think. But you're right, Joe. Like you spend two weeks looking at this stuff. It's been ten days now since this matchup was set, and you start to overanalyze. Um, especially when you're looking at sides, maybe even totals. But the props, we've got plenty of them. We'll do a draft of player props at the top of the second hour uh, just to kind of refine some of those plays as well. We drafted game props yesterday and came up with some crazy stuff. Again, download it as a podcast in case you missed it. Speaking of the injuries, you mentioned, Joe, and you're right, both of these teams extraordinarily healthy for this late in the season. Joe Tooney, really a long shot, it sounds like, according to Andy Reid. That pec injury was fairly serious. I don't think it would surprise any of us if he's not able to make it back by Sunday. Uh, But the big story, or one of the big stories that people kicked around in the last 24 hours was just Andy Reid in general, right? He was asked about it on Monday night, uh, his future. Would he retire if they win the Super Bowl? And he gave the, the old excuse of, well, you know, my parents used to say, you'll know when it's time, and today's not the day. And so immediately people start to parse the words, today's not the day? Maybe Monday will be the day. Now, Next I, Monday. Yeah. yeah, Andy Reid's 65, um, 25 years in as a head coach, and he's going to have three rings if he wins on Sunday. That'll put him in pretty elite company, right? He'll be there with Bill Walsh, Joe Gibbs, Chuck Knoll, Bill Belichick, the only head coaches with three or more Super Bowl rings. And he's also 70 wins behind Shula, only 44 behind Belichick, and he's got prime Patrick Mahomes. Um, Andy Reid could still win a whole lot more football going forward. I understand why it's being discussed, and one of them being that it's Tuesday. We're into Wednesday now before the Super Bowl. We're trying to fill time. Everybody's doing that uh, out in Las Vegas. Probably don't have to search too much to fill time in Vegas. But, yeah, like it <laughs> felt like the it's the practice off day kind of filler story that people are looking for. Why are they looking for it? I think a few reasons. One, he's the oldest current coach in the league. So there's one. He would be the next one. Two, we just had a couple of surprise retirements in the sport. But I think there's context there. There's context with Saban, 72 years, seven-year gap, and NIL. Like there are, I think there are a lot of big-time college ho- coaches that have reached the pinnacle, and they're like, I don't want to deal with this crap. Now I got to do this? Now I got to change my entire program that I've built up? Like, I'm not into that. And Pete Carroll, retirement, dude was pushed out. Dude was fired without being fired. Also, seven years older. At 72 years old, 
if they win on Sunday, we're going to be here Monday morning talking about, is this a dynasty? For NFL standards, it's probably a dynasty, three and five. You mentioned Prima Holmes, eight straight division titles, nine straight double-digit wins. I, what's he going to do? I don't see I don't see it. I don't see any chance uh, that Andy Reid retires. What do you think, Aaron? I don't either. He looks like he's having fun anytime I see him in the locker room. He doesn't look tired. I'm riding this thing out as long as possible with Pat Mahomes. And this was supposed to be a down year. Last year they struggled. And look, they're still in the Super Bowl. I I know it's great to walk away when you're on top if they do win uh, the Super Bowl this year. But I still don't see him uh, walking away yet. Why? You got Pat. Mahomes, they're probably right. going to be better next year. It, no. It's more of a is that more of a player thing walking out on top than coach? I think it can be for some players. I think some players have the the Brady bug where they want to play as long as they can, as long as they're somewhere close to the top of their game. Um, now Brady was a different animal, uh, avocado ice cream and all that. But like, I think a lot of players want to want to stay in it as long as they can because mm-hmm. they. They, from players I've talked to who are at the end of their careers, it's as much about the camaraderie and being in the room and being around the guys and being around the day-to-day and the habits and everything that you build up over a long career as it is necessarily going for wins, too. You want to win, obviously, but you want to be around your guys. You want to be in the building. You want to feel – because the minute you hang them up, like, you, you look around and you go – it's like the John Travolta Pulp Fiction meme. You look around like, what the hell do I do with myself now? Like – you don't know yeah. what to do when your entire life has been based around playing that sport and being as great as you can. So I think more players don't think about going out on top as much as they think about playing as long as they can. In Reed's case, coaching as long as he can could mean another six, seven years. You know, he could he could get to that sort of yeah. magic number of 72. That's another seven years. If that's another, let's say they win Sunday, okay? I'm going st- to start doing this. If they win Sunday and then he gets two more rings before the end of his career, again, prime Patrick Mahomes at his disposal. Mm-hmm. He ends up being a dude with five Super Bowl titles and maybe right there at the Belichick and Shula type numbers for overall wins. I mean, we'll have that argument, I think, Aaron, of uh, Belichick might be the GOAT, but what about Andy Reid if he wins a few more rings? Yeah, and I wrote, I was, uh, it wasn't that long ago when it was like, oh, Andy Reid can't win the big one, can't get it done in the playoffs. And now, game management. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm so happy for him. And I would keep going as long as I can. I mean, if you're knocking on the doorstep of being in the argument of greatest NFL coach of all time, you might as well keep going when you have the best quarterback. Do you guys know who the second oldest coach behind Andy Reid is right now? Oh, man. I was very surprised. I'll say that. And I was surprised by the age. Is it somebody it's, Is it somebody in their 60s? Is yes. there another guy in his 60s? Okay. There are. Actually, there are one, two, three, four more in their 60s. Okay. Which, which I just want to make sure me. I hadn't missed something. Um, Man, why am I drawing a blank? It's got to. No, I am. I'm t- totally drawing a blank. It is John Harbaugh's the second oldest coach. Oh, he's wow. 61. Wow. 61, second oldest coach. Right behind him, McCarthy, 60. 
Okay. I was going to say McCarthy. Todd Bowles yeah. is 60. Jim Harbaugh is 60. Those wow. are Jim is 60? Yeah. Wow. And, and right behind them, Sean Payton, 59. I was like, what okay. happened? <laughs> when did this all happen? Dang. Wait a second. That's... If these guys are old, that means we're starting I'm to get old. old. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's, man, that's crazy how that, it's like an entire generation of coaches has sort of slowly wandered off into the sunset and we're left now with Andy Reid, like you said. And then you get to yeah. the McCarthy's and the Harbaugh's and Peyton. Um, I mentioned college hoops. Clemson uh, upsets North Carolina. 250 on the money line. Um, good for you if you jumped on Clemson. I don't know how many people did. We just got done talking to Isaac yesterday about North Carolina, how careful they are with the basketball, how they were looking good. And this, again, it, it's – I'm done betting college. I, I said yesterday, Aaron, you were off. Wait, I said, are you declaring done with college basketball in the I first might be done with college basketball, basketball, period. For the rest so of the we'll see you in season. like what May, late April. Get, get back to you, me when, when the conference tournaments start. He's yeah. going on vacation, in March Madness. <laughs> yeah. Most people do it after the Super Bowl. He's waiting till March Madness. Yeah, I'm just walking. You know, yesterday I declared I was done with road favorites. Maybe I'm just done in general, Joe. <laughs> what? What did it? What did it? I, just there's no rhyme or reason and... to anything anymore. I didn't even bet North Carolina. It's just. Like I said off the top of the show, we wake up every morning and you just check the scoreboard and go, okay, who lost last night? It's the dog. In that conference, just keep going for the dog. So yeah. Iowa State's the ranked team against Texas. Texas is favored at home, but then Iowa State wins on the road. Is that what you're saying? No rhyme or reason? I understand. No that. rhyme or reason whatsoever. <laughs> I guess. Uh, Houston wins. They don't cover. You know, and then, and then there's Kentucky. Okay, we're going to put up 109. It's just, it's it's tough picking these spots. It's uh, it's it's certainly not easy. But um, the headline for me, not you know, branching away from college for a quick second, you mentioned it earlier. Woo, four or five losses under Doc. All right, oh, here we yeah, go. Love it. We saw this coming with the schedule. Not easy. Yep. They made the move right before the most difficult path that they have, and I'm sure part of them thought this was coming. And do they have the same record with Adrian Griffin? Probably. I guess they do, but yeah. it looks worse. I'm happy if I'm Adrian Griffin watching this happen right now. <laughs> what? I mean, I don't know what sense to make of the Clemson win. Was it like a trap game? UNC just feeling themselves a little too much after beating Duke? Maybe. I don't know. Also, Howard, team total over. We're two and zero now, Chris. So just start the tailing yes. the system play. Yes, <laughs> that. You know what? That's it. Those are my only college basketball bets the rest when, of the regular season. Aaron's Howard system. Howard wait, team what? totals. When did they play? Uh, that was. Uh, was this last night or uh, two no, nights Monday. ago? Monday. Monday night. It was Monday yeah. night. Monday Delaware night. State. Yeah. Was it yep. televised anywhere? Did I no, I actually just had to wake up and look because I did put a little pizza money on. I was like, great, it hit again. Awesome. Couldn't tell again. you one player's name on the team, but. Uh... I don't know where to find this game. We're going to power schedule right now. Um, you, you're right, though, Joe. Like, Milwaukee, I mean, that road trip from hell out west, they go one and four. Um, they're tied with the Knicks now, third in the east, just four and a half ahead of the sixth spot. 
where Indy is after they won last night. The Suns, meanwhile, KD is looking like almost prime Kevin Durant again at the age of 35, a dunk on Giannis. Um, they've moved into sixth, and they're only five games back of that uh, that cluster at the top of the Western Conference. And then to bring it back to the Eastern side, the Knicks didn't cover. Jalen Brunson didn't play a lot of the second half, but they beat the Grizzlies. They've won 16 of their last 19 games. The Knicks wow. are on fire. It looks like the Brunson ankle injury might not be too serious. They're nipping at Cleveland's heels for the two spot in the East. Um, some NBA storylines to keep an eye on as well throughout the day. Nick Costos will join us in the final hour. Also, Sammy P. We've got plenty to get into. Coming up next, it's time to power rank some things. Oh. What are our favorite parts of Super Bowl Sunday? Next on BetQL Daily. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. February 5th.
dynasty? Yeah, so I, I think the best answer I can give you is when you're in the mix of things like we are, you don't really look at um, that. You're so focused in on the next, the next game. And I think if you make that your focus, uh, you're probably going to have a problem and, and get knocked off uh, whatever pedestal people think you're on. And so um, this game, there's too much parity in this game. To, to take your energy and put it in that direction. So we're focusing on this game here um, against a great football team, and it's, it's going to take all our energy to do well against them. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Might be a better question for Andy Reid come Monday morning if the Chiefs can win on Sunday night against the Niners in Super Bowl 58, uh, and he's got a third ring to add to his collection. It is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. We are live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network. Final hour of the show. Obviously, we'll get you our lightning bets, as we always do. Uh, Nick Costos of You Better You Bet in the middle of that hour, and at the top of the third and final hour, Sammy P. joins us to talk about props. Uh, Plenty of prop talk today, as we've got our player prop draft in 40 minutes at the top of the second hour. We'll continue the NFL year in review, too. We'll touch on the AFC South right around 1040 Eastern. Alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth, I'm Chris Mack. Thanks for watching the show on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL. But we love power rankings almost as much as we love drafting things. And we're starting to get to that point in the week where if you're going somewhere to watch the game, you're thinking about what it's going to be like the atmosphere, whether it's a house, whether it's a bar with some friends, whatever it is, you're thinking about all those things that come with Super Bowl Sunday. So we're going to rank our favorite parts of Super Bowl Sunday. It's time to power rank some things. Aaron, get us started. Let's power rank our favorite parts of Super Bowl Sunday. All right, I had to get it in. It's not going to be number one. but BetQL and BetMGM are bringing the big game in Las Vegas to you. Don't miss You Better You Bet and BetMGM Tonight, broadcasting live at Mandalay Bay in Sin City, leading up to the big game starting February 5th. But it's not my favorite. I could do without all of that. Sometimes they're really weird and stupid, but I still like to tune in, whether they're good or bad. So I had to make it. Uh, on the list there at number five. Number four, as uh, some a member of the media, I don't always get to partake in this, but when I do, it is fun. The parties. It brings everyone together, like the camaraderie, even people who aren't even really into sports. Kids love it. So I had to put the Super Bowl parties on there. Number three, little outside the box. I love the buildup to the Super Bowl, media day, the storylines, the back and forth, the whole buildup to the thing is fun. Radio Row, what's going on there? I love it. Love all of that and the buildup to the Super Bowl. I have a lot of fun with that. And number two, of course, this is the BeckQL Network. Betting, baby. We got to put that on there. Scaled back a little bit. Not going uh, as crazy as I did the last couple years. But still, I'll have a ton of bets. Way more than I ever planned on by the time we get to kickoff. So love the betting. And number one, I love the halftime show. 
might be corny, but I always look forward to it. And it's it's kind of like the commercials. It could be uh you know really intriguing because it's bad a bad performance but either way it's got to be quiet and i am locked into what is going on during the halftime show so halftime show the bets the build-up the parties and the commercials joe and i were talking yesterday aaron about commercials and you know it it kind of feels like they've lost some of their luster like you know, you get yeah. to see them in the build. Like, they'll start to get released, probably some of them tomorrow, I would think, even today. And so you'll see them all on social media before you even get to the game in some cases. But we're going to need a comprehensive breakdown. I think we're, we're definitely Monday morning, a comprehensive breakdown of the commercials. And we may just power rank. We may make you power rank the commercials. Is there going to be a oh, tweet no. T-Swift one? Oh, boy. Mm. That's a good question. They're going to say no. Right? No? Oh, man. That would be a, like an Like an well, Eras Tour movie can you bet commercial, on that? maybe? On her album? Upcoming maybe. album? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. With Kelsey? Oh, man. People go wild for oh, that. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's a prop. I think it is. If she's in a commercial or not? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. We'll, have to look it up. well Donna will be in one for sure. All oh, the two definitely. of them? I don't know how... Oh. How does she have the time to follow around Travis Kelsey, record it's an album, do her tour? It's crazy. Wow. They record it wherever she is, I guess. I don't know. It's, yeah, I know. I don't know when she sleeps. But, should I go? Go. What do you got for All us? All right. All right. I love this list. Uh, some of it's general, some. <laughs> Not so he much. Hasn't even, hold on. He hasn't even <laughs> revealed anything yet. And he's already in love with his own list. I love it. I love it. I hope we put something on the on the socials because I'm going <laughs> to screenshot it and save it forever. I'm going to save it for my children. I'm going to reveal it at their wedding. It's just a beautiful list. Uh, number five, <laughs> my favorite part of the Super Bowl. This is specific to me, and I'll explain. It's a total points pool. Like, squares are fine. I feel like you've got to do squares if you have a Super Bowl party, and it's fine. Yeah. And I'm, I'm running some. Everybody runs some. Strip cards are cool, uh, where only 10 lines are filled out, and then you reveal the numbers at the, the end with the, with the score or strip card for this team or that team, number of points that they score. But I set a total points pool because it's when I remember getting hooked on gambling, especially – sports gambling i was like 12 years old and it was before the cowboys in the early 90s won their first super bowl and i was like dad you gotta buy the cowboys win the super bowl they're gonna win it he was doing a calcutta with his friends i'm like whatever it costs you buy the cowboys and then that super bowl we're at a, a super bowl party and they had a big bowl and you pay to jump in and on a little piece of paper you write your name you write the number of total points you think are going to be in the game and then they don't go through until the game starts then i end up having the highest number so, which I got, I won the whole thing in like the third quarter because 69 points were scored in that game. So I always oh, was think that the back, blowout, the Cowboys 50, blowout of the Bills. Leon Lett was awesome. Was awesome. 52 to 17. Uh, all the old guys were mad at me because I, I won the total <laughs> points pool. I'm the youngest one there participating. I should not be allowed. But anyway, so uh, one place in my heart for total points pools. If you ever jump in those. Uh, number four, you may think it's a stopwatch on your phone. It's not a stopwatch. It's a national anthem stopwatch because after betting on the anthem, everybody's got the timer out trying to figure it out, and everybody's got a different time on what it is, and then we're waiting in the official 
time for the anthem. Did we win or did we lose that bet? I love the anthem stopwatch that everybody screenshots, everybody sends around, everybody tweets, tweets out now. Big fan of that. Uh, number three, I mean, come on. Food's got to be up there. Food's got to be on your list. There are no rules. Maybe that's the part of, part of the problem with me and this country. Like there are certain days. There's a lot of days. There's no rules. Oh, it's Halloween week. No rules. Doesn't count. Thanksgiving doesn't count. Christmas and New Year's. Don't worry about it. Oh, Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, we, we got this yeah. going up. You know, President's Day is right around the corner. That week's coming up. Hey, Don't Patrick's Day, you know. Whoa. Oh, you're on vacation Easter? now? Post-Super Bowl vacation? Doesn't count. <laughs> Calories don't matter. Well, I mean, this is one of the days. Easter, yes. The bu- bunny? Come on now. Uh, what do we got in May? Memorial Day. Come, doesn't count. Well, <laughs> we, gotta go to a cookout. <laughs> yeah. What, am I not yeah. gonna have a hot dog? Am I un-American? Uh, yeah. Well, and you know, the gap between Memorial Day and 4th of July is so short. I mean, let's say that month doesn't count either, right? Uh, maybe that's huh. how we got here. But the food, no rules on Super Bowl Sunday at all. I'm on board with people that uh, argue that the Monday should be a national holiday. Uh, maybe that will change at some point, but food, number three on the list. Number two. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, not looking for sympathy, but one of my favorite parts recently about the Super Bowl is there's a vacation looming. <laughs> and I'm not asking anybody to feel sorry for me, but I need a break. Most of the five to six month football season, I'm doing seven shows a week. I just need a bit of a reset. Um, I think we all do at this point. So there's my vacation. I did consider making it number one. I did not. It is, uh, it is number two. Number one overall, it's specific. And we got to go back in time, guys. But the best part of any Super Bowl of all time, Janet's nip slip. <laughs> I had a feeling you were putting this on. I don't know how I knew it. I was, I was like, Joe's going to put the nip slip on there. Or some a- wardrobe malfunction. Prison. I knew you would Prison. add it. <laughs> what, Dude, a, what a highly I remember specific. watching that. I remember being th- – I was not there. I was, for some reason, watching it on a very small television. I wish it was a big screen. But I'm like, did, wait, did that just happen? Like, that was before the dawn of social media, really, right? Right. I right mean, before. Yeah. yeah. Like if that happens yeah. four years later, it's all over. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah. Like, wait, did that really just happen? happen? Iconic. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And okay. then they had to go, let's get all the old white rock bands to do the do the halftime <laughs> yes. show for the next decade. Oh, <laughs> let's dig them out of the awful. grave. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm gonna Still I'm gonna start my power. Screenshot that, by the way, just so everybody can see that Joe had Janet's nip slip as number one in the Super Bowl Sunday power rankings. There's your social clip for the first hour of the show. Um, I'm nostalgic for something as well, although it has nothing to do with anybody's nipples. Um, Number five on my power rankings of things I love about Super Bowl Sunday, the all-day NFL films highlight shows. Every Super Bowl Sunday as a kid – I would wake up, I would immediately turn on the TV and sit there and watch the 25 to 30 minute Super Bowl highlight films all day. It takes like three days for them to do all of them now. And it's not quite the same tradition as it once was. Um, But that's definitely nostalgia's sake right there near the top of my list. The NFL films highlight shows. Number four, I agree. The halftime show. 
it hasn't been the same the last few years. I'll be honest. I think we peaked at either the West Coast hip-hop halftime show with Dre and Snoop and Eminem and Kendrick Lamar and all that, or we may have peaked a couple years before that. Prince playing Purple Rain in a driving rainstorm. One of those two is our peak. Those are like our tent poles for Super Bowl halftime shows. Um, And I, I just look forward to it because everybody stops. We always go to a Super Bowl party where there's a ton of people and in our neighborhood, there's a ton of little kids. So sometimes you got to jack the volume up on the TV just to hear what's going on. Everybody stops during the halftime show and everybody pays attention. And it's just like five minutes to like actually hear yourself think. Number three, power ranking our favorite things about Super Bowl Sunday. The kickoff time is perfect. Who are we kidding? On the East yeah. Coast especially? Like a 635, 640 kickoff? All primetime games should be set to end sometime around like 10, 1030. Give it to me. It's why when they have those Monday night football games that kick at seven, I love it. I don't have to stay up till midnight to watch a game. I'm all for it. I'm getting old. Sorry. Number two on my power rankings of my favorite parts of Super Bowl Sunday, the food. Like Joe said, it has to be the food. It is second for me on holidays to only Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, I love because you got the seven fishes if, you're, if your family is into that. <laughs> and you got a giant spread and you just, it feels like you eat for hours on end and you're just picking finger food sometimes. Um, this, a less luxurious, and I know we'll get into ranking the food specifically maybe a little bit later, but second only to Christmas Eve because you keep it simple. It's wings, it's pepperoni rolls, it's just good, basic football food nachos so food is number two for me power ranking our favorite parts of super bowl sunday and number one actually maybe it's not fair to talk about it as a super bowl sunday tradition it happens more monday morning i guess but it's part of it for me the next day we will immediately bang talk about what this means for this person's legacy that person's legacy. Mm. Oh, is this guy a Hall of Famer now? What about this coach? What about this team? Is this, you know, the question that Andy Reid was asked Monday night. Are you a dynasty yet? We talked about it off the top. How's Reid rank as an all-time head coach? If he wins a couple more rings, is he right there with Belichick? He's in the conversation with Gibbs and Walsh and Noll. If he wins one more. The immediate legacy talk, I think as we get older, we embrace history more. So again, this is kind of an old guy thing, but... I love taking the winner of the Super Bowl the next morning and trying to figure out where that team and that organization ranks. That's my favorite part of it, to be quite honest. So it's not quite Super Bowl Sunday, but it's a part of the entire experience, guys. On the halftime show, the Prince one, I was uh, in Miami covering because the Bears were playing the Colts that week. And what I remember about that is, one... Um, before Prince was supposed to have the press conference, his security goes to the media bathroom, gets everybody the hell up out of there so he can go to the bathroom, make sure nobody takes any pictures or something like that. It's, it's like stuff you don't think about. Um, and uh, so he's supposed to hold, hold the press conference, and we know he doesn't talk. He doesn't do interviews no. very often. He steps up there. Instead of doing a press conference, he just decided to put on a 20-minute concert, walks off. <laughs> And everybody was who's going to come who's going to complain about that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. We've got a 20 minute, totally private show with Prince. God. Epic. Jealous. We should have ranked halftime shows. Maybe uh, coming up next. Yeah. 
Before we get to our player prop draft at the top of the hour, we go off the board. Super Bowl food, you know we love it. We just talked about it. We rank some of them next. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Off the board. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Chris Mack, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you. And it is time to power rank Super Bowl food, our five favorite things that we like to eat on Super Bowl Sunday. I feel like I'm always on a diet. I know Joe kind of laid it out like we can make excuses all year round. Okay, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chick-fil-A for breakfast. (laughs) Domino's usually right after the show. (laughs) Hang on, guys. We'll finish our meeting after I go get my Domino's. (laughs) Okay, maybe I'm not always on a diet. Good call. I'm a liar now. All right. But I don't feel like I eat as much. Yes. Oh, man. What are you doing? I know. Super Bowl? Sunday cheat day. Come on. Yeah. Do you do that? <sighs> Six days a week, you're good. And then the cheat day, you can go all in. I've actually been thinking about doing the Ozempic thing, but probably shouldn't oh start gosh. that this week. Oh, then you have no appetite no. at all. <laughs> it's a bad week. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it when I'm off, come back 20 pounds lighter, looking like I'm 50 years old because I lost so much weight. Yeah, your face and all sunken yeah. in. Yeah. Looking like Tom looks Brady. like Tom Brady. <laughs> Get that O face. What? Um, so, what? wait. What? Food. <laughs> they don't call it that? <laughs> That's something they different. Do. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Checking. All right, Aaron, pretend you're not on a diet. Where are we starting? All right. What, what, what do you need? I, I'm, start, I'm starting this off here. All right. What yeah. do yeah. I need? There's a few things I need. First of all, I need some <laughs> drinks because uh, when I yeah. start drinking, then I really enjoy eating. <laughs> so I, I love dips. Like the seven-layer dip, guac, salsa, dips mm-hmm. is high on the list. Like I just like to have chips and dip. Before I get into anything else, it gets the party started. You have a couple drinks, you're talking to your friends. It's got to have the dips on there. Wings. Hey, even if you are on a diet, like wings, come on. What are we doing if we're not eating wings? Pizza. Boring, but I love pizza seven days a week, as you You already pointed out. You got to have, you know, it's a Super Bowl. Get a quality pizza. No dominoes. I've been known to eat Domino's in the commercial breaks. Shout out to it shows up in my dash. Yeah, I know. know. (laughs) Nachos. Now, this one I almost didn't put on the list because I don't really like sharing nachos. Like people's grimy fingers in the nachos. Mm. Like it just. I have a little bit of germophobia with that. Like depending on how many people are at the party, 
you start thinking yeah. like, am I going to get sick? Everyone's digging their hands in here, but I do love me some nachos. That is not something I eat year round. Like maybe I have nachos once or twice a year, but Super Bowl seems like a good time for it. And then I guess I cheated, but I did count drinks. Not food, but the drinks had to make were, the list. We're back to drinks. Drink my. You started drink with my, drinks yeah. and you ended with drinks. Yes. So this is very high. Yes. Yeah. Th- this I is would how rather the, drink than eat. Let me just put. This it is that how way. the diet fails. You drink so much <laughs> that you stop thinking about what you're eating. All right. What's done. your yes. What's your Super Bowl drink then? Ooh, Are you changing call. it up? If I don't have to work the next day, I'm definitely doing tequila. Anything tequila related. But because I probably have to pay attention to the game and do a three-hour show talking about everything, the commercials, the halftime show, what actually happened during the game, probably won't be hitting the tequila and stick with, like, a white wine. Keep it light. What Can't uh, be blacking out or browning out during the Super Bowl. The you front load tequila for the first half and the hour before halftime make Woo! the switch. Chill out. Gosh, well, do you need to be switching liquors? Weight. You don't need to be switching liquors on a Sunday night. That's a bad idea for Monday morning, Jay. Uh, and I'm gonna have trouble sleeping. That's been my thing lately. When I drink, I can't sleep. It sucks. My uh, give me some more melatonin. Load it up. All right, let me ask you about the dips. If we're having a show dip. Like you mentioned a few, like Buffalo chicken's got to be on there as well. Yep. Gua- mm-hmm. I feel like guac, ha- it's so funny. Guac. They throw the stat out every year, like gu- the millions and millions of guacamole that they, uh, guac that they need um, just for Super Bowl Sunday. Wh- which one are we picking? Seven layer, Buffalo chicken, guac, salsa. I mean, which dip? So, yeah, probably. If, we, if we're only picking one, it's guac. I'll say this. There are two nominees for dips that if you're gonna have if you're gonna have a strong dip game for your Super Bowl party, there's two things I like. One, you gotta have the spinach and artichoke dip in like the hollowed out bread bowl. Oh yeah. Because that's the only thing it's the only green thing I'm eating all day. Like it's it's a reasonable <laughs> facsimile of a vegetable on Super Bowl Sunday. So I get a little bit of that with some of the cubes of the rye bread. Perfect. i I almost feel healthy for about ten seconds. And then there's another thing my wife discovered like five, six years ago. It's called hoagie dip. You take salami, you take ham, you take capicola, preferably a good spicy capicola. You get some provolone. You dice it all up in a food processor. And you just with with just enough mayonnaise, you can do miracle whip if you want to keep it low fat or whatever. Just just to make it sticky. Not too much. You don't want to do too much mayo. Maybe some Italian dressing seasoning, you know, from the packets you do for the Italian dressing. Mix all that together, a little bit of lettuce in there again, just to feel healthy uh, for like five seconds. And you put that and get some good Italian bread, just rip it off in pieces. Oh, my God. It's like a bite of an Italian hoagie. Wow. It's delicious. The pictures look phenomenal. I just Googled it. I I might have to try that. I could eat that that right now. Yeah. Um, If you're willing to spend like 40 bucks on deli meat, it's totally worth it, it. And, and deal with the line and the idiots that work behind the counter and just yes, yeah, it's, it's just a nightmare. Um, for the record, you did mention if you want to stay healthy, use Miracle Whip instead to eat with all those fatty processed. Less, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joe, it's like you're, you're talking already to a guy who just talked about <laughs> spinach and artichoke dip, 
as quote unquote healthy during the Super Bowl. Again, that's well, as close as I'm getting on Super Bowl Sunday. Look, healthy. If it's there, I'm also a sucker for like a chili cheese dip with cream cheese on the bottom. Like those are I yeah. I like that too. Um so yeah. Maybe we're a dip show. Okay, so, a lot of that. Yeah, What's a I dessert? Okay, so you gotta yeah, keep yeah. it simple. I see for me, Super Bowl Sunday and the Super Bowl party, it's all about the food being simple. Like mm-hmm. it's it, it doesn't yeah. have to be overdone. Like you get a good pepperoni roll, which or you know, you, like Paul mentioned earlier, a stromboli with just pepperoni and cheese, basically. You <laughs> Paul said he right. woke up in and looking for a stromboli. <laughs> stromboli. <laughs> That's when you know you're feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> You get just a good basic pepperoni roll, some wings, some nachos and cheese, all the good, basic, simple tailgate food. If I can have it at a tailgate Mm -hmm. party, I want it at a Super Bowl party. I'm I'm checking out this hoagie dip. That looks fantastic. I mean, most times it'll work, but getting a sub, like if an Italian sub's an option, it's hard not to go there. And that's exactly what this is. Um, Hmm. Sliders are good. We didn't mention sliders. That's a decent yeah, option. Sliders. And if, like, if my wife's making dessert, I know she's going to do some form of football cookies. And I find the kids like it. Whatever. No, just give me something I actually like. Like, I don't need sugar cookies. I'm all in. Brownies. None of this counts. Brownies. I love brownies are so underrated, and I don't understand yes. why. Love brownies. Who you know, is underrated brownies? It's never mentioned as a top like dessert. It's never. It's just kind of forgotten about, and like you'll you'll end up going a long time without getting brownies. I think. The have you guys tried the Trader Joe's Brookie, the half brownie? Oh yeah, I have. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Gas. So good. I, I think I told you about it because of Brooklyn. I'm like. <laughs> You gotta get that brookie. Yes, probably. <laughs> I call her brookie. Is it is it a giant cookie style bread? Explain it. I haven't had it yet. Shape of I a said, rectangle. Yeah, I'm gonna go get it today. It is the oh. bottom half is cookie, the top half is brownie brookie. Oh. Oh man. So good. It's fantastic. Yeah. But for a Super Bowl party, it's gotta be something thing. simple like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, no doubt. Those are yeah. good too. Those are good yeah. too. I will buy two and eat one this afternoon and then bring the other one home and be like, hey, look what I stopped and got on the way home. <laughs> I just totally didn't buy two of these and eat one in the car on the way home. I like the little mini vanilla cupcakes with the vanilla frosting. Super basic, but uh, I can. Grow up, Hawksworth. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> love them. Take a hike with that. That is an outrageous take. Uh, I know you have a child, but what are you, three? (laughs) But she's running into them on a regular My daughter's almost three, and yes, we get those on the regular here. (laughs) Yes. Outrageous thing to say. (laughs) Mini cupcakes. (laughs) Give me one of those. Mini, yeah. That's. They're so good. Yeah, but like if they're sitting there, am I going to grab one? Yes. Of course I am. Yeah. (laughs) So I understand. That's the other part is you have to cut yourself off by like the fourth quarter, like by the fourth, especially if the game is, is, is like a legitimate game. We're not talking about like the classic Cowboys bills blowout that Joe mentioned earlier. We're talking about a good back and forth game. 
I'm sorry. I don't have time to sit there and pull the wings apart and wipe my fingers and all that. I am parked during the fourth quarter, like the last eight or nine minutes, especially. I'm not, I can't eat anything. Here's my issue lately. And it's right outside this, uh, this door here. My wife is a cookie mom. The amount of cases that I have of Girl Scout cookies, like staring oh, at God. me all day. I'm like, oh, wait, that, that's, that sleeve is just sitting there staring at me in the freezer of Thin Mints. Like, I got to take the, care of business. When do the Girl Scouts finally take on Aldi, by the way? Because you can go to Aldi and buy every single generic form of a Girl Scout cookie for like a third of the price. Oh, really? Oh, that's a battle. That's a I didn't that's know going that. to, that's that's gonna, a great that, Oh, that's going to come to a head. Yes. I've got a pantry over on the other side of the basement right now filled with Samoas that aren't really Samoas. I mean, they buy the Girl Scout cookies to help the kids. It's actually a great idea. They keep raising the prices, too. Girl Scouts of America. Come on. Help us out. Chill. I was one. BetQL Daily presented by Girl Scouts. (laughs) Coming up next, (laughs) power rankings, drafts. We draft uh, player props next right here on BetQL Daily.